Hello and welcome to the, the Black, Black Sheep. Sheep. Um, today we got a very special episode since you guys you guys just heard that music. I saw just saw that intro. I'm it very means, excited. Yes, it means that <laughs> this episode is gonna be our creepy episode. The fourth episode of every month. Every month is gonna be that creepy one. This is gonna be our mm-hmm. first one. I'm excited. We have like, how many do we have planned of these? Like out. No. These are the, <laughs> these are like the main ones that like we plan out and are like more excited yeah. for. I feel like. Definitely. Well, the other ones are kind of just like talking about our lives and shit like that. I mean, <clears> hope you, hopefully you guys enjoy that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, we had to include the scary stuff because yeah, that's what we like. That's what we like. But yeah, today uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Project MK Ultra. If you guys. I mean, everybody kind of like at least have heard about yeah. The I feel I feel like you've at least heard the name right at yeah. least once. Like me, I don't really know much about it, and there's so much that goes into it that I feel like people don't really know about. Like you yeah, might yeah. know kind of like the what's the word the gist the gist or the surface area yeah of it, but it goes in deep, bro. It goes deep into a fucking <sighs> the rabbit hole. You go down yeah. the rabbit hole on this yeah. one, yeah. We have uh, a whole book. Yeah, so <laughs> I did a bunch of research. I, I'm going to be looking. Well, if you're watching video version, obviously, if you're listening, it's just, it should be fine. But excuse me, because I'm going to be looking down at my notes. I have mm-hmm. like six pages of notes here written down. Um, and I don't know how he's going to read them because his handwriting looks <laughs> like chicken scratch. You know what, bro? Don't be hating on my doctor. I, honestly, I thought that at some point in your life, your handwriting was just going to improve. I was like, it's fine. Like, he'll get better. <laughs> And it just never did. You know, there's been scientific studies saying that people with <laughs> bad handwriting are smarter than everybody else. Okay, so, I don't know about that. A doctor handwriting, y'all. Know <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm not a doctor. Um, but yeah, this this uh, was actually really, really interesting. What? I just can't. Like, I, I'm trying to at least read one word right now, and I don't understand. Like, I don't know how you can do it. Look, you can read that one. I don't one. even know what that... What is that? What's that? CIA. There you go. You can read that <laughs> Okay, one. I can read capital <laughs> bold letters. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, this one is pretty cool. Or not this one, but <clears throat> this one, uh, this... Uh, what is it called? This operation by the CIA was really, really interesting. Um, it Project. goes really, really deep. And there's been, like, copious amounts of documents that have come out like saying mm-hmm. this has been proven so it's a real real case and i'm going to talk about it everything yeah. that i'm saying today so it's a re- this is a real thing that actually happened yeah, guys it, like keep that in mind when yeah, we're reading all whenever, of this whenever you hear something that's like no that's there's no way it's like no this is not proven, a, like proven. a conspiracy no it's not like a conspiracy. the government came out and talked about it and admitted it and apologized air quotes yeah but um yeah and yeah. i didn't even i didn't even really know that it this wasn't like just a conspiracy right oh but, so you thought it was kind of like yeah people were just i thought like it. maybe most likely it happened but i didn't know that they had actually come out and like admitted it and whatever yeah it gets it gets crazy. crazy so uh so basically what i'm gonna start is kind of just like explaining when it started what the project means like why they named it mk ultra uh, talk about what was going on during that time period and then i'm gonna talk about the experiments all that and then at the end i'm gonna talk about like how prevalent it is in like pop culture like how like movies and tv shows and kind of just like a bunch of stuff that just like happened around mk ultra like they kind of mix it into movies and shit like that it's mm-hmm. kind of like they made it like funny and stuff like that there's like pineapple express did a whole like have you seen the movie pineapple express no um you should check it out it's a very funny movie but I um really like funny movies <sighs> <laughs> yeah, this, that's the last episode okay? Don't worry about that. but uh yeah it's just like it's kind of funny how it's kind of just like seeped into like everything in mm-hmm. that is in the film industry and stuff like that so i'll talk about that in the end but also aren't this- you going to talk about like um well maybe not like firsthand but like kind of some people talk about like their experiences right. with either yeah. their parents that first-handedly like went through this or whatever yes i'll talk about a bunch of different cases that actually happened there's not too many documents but we'll get into that later on Mm -hmm. um so yeah let's just get into it because i want to make sure that we have enough time to go through everything because it's just so interesting so i want to i want to get into it all right awesome now baby let's fucking do this also let's go baby (laughs) i don't know anything that right right right. he has researched like i'm basically 
learning all of this stuff yeah. alongside you Melissa's guys. Melissa's going to so. be putting in her little two cents. Yeah, I'm going to be just reacting to all this crazy ass shit that I know is going to be thrown at me right now. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get started. I'm going to take off my headphones because um, I'm going to be looking down a lot. So. Okay. <clears throat> but you can listen through the headphones. Yes. All right. So let's get started here. So Project MK Ultra uh, started in 1953. Um that's kind of just like when the project was like, okay, it's for real, it's for real starting. It's like uh, being overseen by the CIA director and then some other guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, MK in the project MK Ultra, the name kind of just like, it's kind of like a nod to uh, technical service staff, which is like a branch in the CIA itself. Uh, they kind of deal with, um, let's see, they're responsible for disguises, weapons, gadgets, secret writings. And stuff like that. So MK is like, okay, these people are funding us from the branch of the CIA, mm. the TSS. I don't know why they named it MK or how that ties in, but that's like what they said it was. It was like MK just means these people are funding us from the CIA. Okay. And then Ultra is coming from a program during World War II uh, for breaking secret codes. Um, because during World War II, there was a lot of, well, obviously it's a world war. So there's a lot of countries and they had to like talk through radio. And then, like, the U.S. would kind of spy. And, like, I mean, that's what they all did during the war. They would kind of spy on each other. And then, like, they would hear what they were saying. But everyone was talking in code because they didn't want anyone to know what they're really saying. If they're going to talk to the radio, like, through to another person in another country, they would talk to the radio. But they would talk in code. Mm -hmm. So, MK Ultra just means, um, the Ultra part of that just means it's in code and it's encrypted because they don't want, they want to keep everything under wraps. They don't want anybody to know about what's going on. Uh, so yeah, it was a project by the CIA, continuing its research done in World War II and Nazi concentration camps and Japanese facilities, giving war prisoners uh, different drugs to try and control their minds. So this was a continuation of what they did in World War II, because they they had experimented with like war prisoners and stuff like that in different countries during World War II, and they were like, it looks like this has a little bit of promise, so let's continue it uh, after what. You know, after the horrible things that happened in World War Two, they're like, let's continue that. <laughs> let's continue testing on people. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. So. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Basically, to like put it into regular English terms, uh-huh. the CIA. Yes. Was giving people. Right. Right. Or drugging them without. What, did they know that they were being drugged? No, or? so yeah, I'll, it, I still have to get through a little bit of stuff and then I'll, okay. I'll talk about that. But uh, it all began because of the Cold War from 1947 to 1991. Uh, the U.S. was uh, was like against the Soviet Union, which is now mostly Russia, Ukraine, and then some other parts of Asia. Uh, they were both developing nuclear weapons at the time. Um, or they had it already developed because in 1945 is when uh, the U.S. dropped, you know, the two atomic bombs on Japan. Mm. So they had already developed the nuclear weapons, but they were like, let's make them bigger and better to show everybody else that, hey, you can't mess with us or else we're going to bomb your country and kill you. <laughs> so yeah, Russia and the U.S. were, or no, the Soviet Union was in like this war. They called it the Cold War because you learned about it in history class, but they called it the Cold War because nothing really happened. There was no really war, but it was kind of just this tension mm-hmm. between the U.S. and, and the, the Soviet Union. So yeah, that was kind of like, um, what was going on at the time. And the U.S. Uh, during that time wanted mind control. They were like, this is how we're going to up one the Soviet Union by having mind control. This is so crazy that this, this is like, like an actually actual happened. thing. Yeah, it's you know? so fucking weird. Like you think this is like a fuck, like a movie thing. Right. Like, yeah, let's just mind control all these people <laughs> again to fight and whatever. Like it's just weird that this is like real life yeah like a real study it's like bro how the fuck are you gonna control someone's mind bro you fucking crazy you can't yeah so especially i don't even understand how they thought this way is like the way yeah yeah (laughs) we'll get into that okay so um they ended up taking it way too far because they started testing uh it on u.s citizens and then canadians uh later on without consent and without their knowledge so that's what you were talking about so at the beginning it was kind of like let's test it on you know the the spies the soviet spies that were coming to the u.s Mm -hmm. like trying to like see secrets and stuff from Mm -hmm. the cia but then they were like what would happen if we tested on u.s citizens you know if you try to control their minds 
So they that's just when it like took a step too far and then they just kept going. So that's how it started uh, with drugs. But I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, things that they did were uh, such as giving people high doses of psychoactive drugs, uh, mainly uh, lysergic acid, diethylamide, LSD, or acid for the slang term there. And then other chemicals, of course, they did electroshocks, uh, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and oh sexual God. verbal and sexual abuse, and then among other forms of torture. Just on U.S. citizens, like just random What people. the fuck? Yeah. And That's so crazy. it is like really, really crazy. Um, just imagine like you going out and like they kind of just pick you up from the street <coughs> and they just do that to you and then they just drop you off. That's horrible. Yeah. Like that should just like that should would happen. That's and I can't believe it's that. It's the government. Doing oh, that. my God. Yeah. I can't believe that they're like. So do you get into like what happened after yeah, that it yeah. came out and everything? For sure. Okay. For sure. So um, like I said before, it was officially started in 1970, 1953. Sorry on April 13th by a man named Sidney Godlieb. So this guy was the um, CIA uh, scientist that was like overseeing the project. But then the CIA director at the time was Alan Duels. Uh, he was like the guy who just like was the manager of the CIA at the time. Like he was the guy who oversaw all these projects. But he put Sidney Godlieb, this uh, scientist guy, in charge of the MKUltra project. So Sidney Godlieb was the guy who was like behind all the fucked up shit that was going on. And so what was more fucked up was that there was, like, some other people uh, in charge as well that Sidney Godlieb kind of wanted to take charge. Mm -hmm. And he didn't write stuff down properly. Um, so that's why there's not a lot of documents. Mm. He didn't write stuff down properly. And then Alan Duels like, specifically asked him to not write stuff mm. down properly because he was, like... They were doing fucked up shit. Yeah, they were doing fucked up shit. And they're like, we don't want too many records. Like, if obviously, if there's an experiment that you think, you know, you want to write stuff down, but... You know, don't write everything down mm. because we're going to get in trouble yeah, for doing not... this crazy shit. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. They wanted to keep it secret. And so, um, yeah, that's why there's not there's not official reports because when things went south, they didn't want that on paper. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it started uh, on April 13th and quickly spread to all over the country by the end having more than 160 um, total projects uh, throughout the country and thousands of subjects throughout the span of about 20 years ending officially in 1973 uh, so it went on for 20 years basically 20 years in the u.s and canada some parts of canada but i don't really talk about that um so what i wrote down here was that some uh, sources were talking about sydney godlieb and how he really wanted to find a way to control people's minds, right? That was, like, mm -hmm. his whole premise, and that's what the, the CIA wanted him to do. And he thought, by doing that, we need to, like, take someone's mind and break it apart and then put our mind into him. Like, that's kind of, like, what the metaphor that he used was, like, break their mind apart, and then by using this drug, we're going to insert our mind in, into mm. their brain. That's kind of what he wanted to do, and he thought that the way to do that was by giving them LSD, acid. Because that was a new drug that had just been invented uh, in 1938 by a Swiss chemist, which was like really new at the time. And they were like, this drug has some crazy, crazy effects. So we're going to use this and see what happens. So that's just kind of like the the premise of like so what was going on. Uh, so now I'm going to talk about just like the LSD experiments that uh, were going on at the time. Okay. So... During that time, like 1953, 1954, they ended up buying the entire supply of LSD, like in the entire world, just for America. So supposedly they had enough doses to give half of the United States of America uh, what one dose, which is like 70 to 80 million doses of LSD. You know how like you know what LSD looks like, right? It's like this little yeah. like paper, just like flat paper. That you put it on your tongue. Right. She never knows. done it. She never knows. done it. Never going to. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Imagine that. Be mind controlled. You got 70 to 80 million doses of that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're super tiny, so I wonder, like, how big the box was. It's probably, like, this big, right? Because <laughs> it's, like, it sounds like a lot, like, 70 to 80 million doses, but, like, how much do you think? 70 to uh, 80 million, though? But they're, like, not this, one box. They're, like, this tiny and, like, this. they're flat as paper. Yeah. It probably would be a lot. I mean, but I don't think it would be, like, too big. <laughs> but it is. I 70 to 80 million doses, so. So... They had to keep the people that they were testing on, like, on LSD at all times? 
Um, no, I'll, I'll get into okay. that. So suppose basically they distributed it to anywhere that they could uh, under fake agencies. So like the CIA like gave them permission to make like fake research. Like, you know, when a new drug comes out, mm-hmm. a new medical drug, obviously, they have like these like agencies that like send them out to like different hospitals and psychiatric wards. It's like, hey, we're doing this research on this new drug. Give it to your patients and then uh, tell us the results when they come back. The CIA made fake agencies like those ones because they didn't want them to know they didn't want the the like the facilities that they were giving them to to know that it was for the cia obviously Mm -hmm. so they made like these fake like doctors and shit like that and they had them signed off or whatever so they would send it to um let's see oh the fake agencies were like saying like uh they're for depressed people um they're for psychotic people and they're for um epileptic people or whatever so they sent him out to hospitals psychiatric wards prisons and then they also had just like institutions throughout the country that the cia funded um but yeah they were like these are going to be for research purposes but really they just use them just to test people just because damn um so they had certain facilities of their own where they were just like bringing random people and they would just like test them uh usually those people would be homeless people uh, sex workers, drug addicts. And so they were basically bringing in people that they knew that they couldn't fight back. Mm-hmm. Right? Because once they give them these drugs and like they fuck them up, they just throw them to the side of the street. No one's really going to care. Yeah, who the fuck? No one cares about that guy. They who, don't have families yeah. or whatever. And they also don't have any money to sue us. So <sighs> that's what they were looking for. That's horrible. But that's what they were looking for when they, when they weren't, when they had their own institutions, right? Because obviously they sent them out to like prisons and mental, uh, rehabilitation centers and stuff like that mm-hmm. but obviously when you just want to test some random guy they were looking for like drug addicts and stuff like that and they were looking and they also like for the drug addicts like they would be like they would like so they would give them whatever they were looking for after they would give them lsd or whatever so it's like some heroin addict they're like hey we'll give you some heroin if you test out this new oh, drug for shit. us so that's kind of like the stuff that the cia was doing to people Bribing them with more drugs. Yeah. Bribing a drug addict with more drugs. And, you know, they're supposed to be, like, in control of, like, the drugs that are in the U.S., right? They're, like, drugs are bad and shit like that, and we want to stop the, all the drugs from coming into the U.S., but they're out here giving mm-hmm. drugs to people. It's kind of funny. Um, but let's talk about some more specific projects because that's kind of just, like, really um, broad. Uh, one of these uh, ones that I read about was called Operation Midnight Climax. Uh, the CIA set up multiple brothels. Um, around San Francisco and then hired sex workers to lure men into these like setups so it was like a small like hotel room Mm -hmm. and then had like a one-way mirror in it and then some guy was sitting on the other side of the mirror with a camera recording everything and like these sex workers were just bringing these random guys they fucking like blackmailed them no 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 no. so they were just bringing (laughs) (laughs) I was like what they were just like bringing these like random guys like you know for prostitution or whatever Mm -hmm. and then the sex workers would give them slip them a drug like if either in a drink or food or something and then once they started like you know feeling the effects the sec- sex workers were just like be like all right i'm out i did my part and they would leave them there and they would leave them there and then like the cameras some guy was there like recording everything that was going on and i don't really know like what the guy would be doing because it's that's like kinda, that's so dangerous yeah like, i know you're just drugging these people without their consent and just like basically okay fend for yourself if you want to freaking hop out the window exactly we're just gonna record it if you want to just go leave the room and go do i don't that's horrible so that was kind of just like the early stages of of the experience because obviously this this is kind of just like observation experiments right so they're they're just basically so the reason that they were like recording them or whatever taking them lsd and like seeing what happens afterwards because lsd was like new at the time so they, they didn't really know like how people reacted to this drug right so that's so what this I'm is saying. their way of like figuring that yeah, out yeah so that's what i'm saying it's like this was in the early stages because later on they did experiments when they already knew what lsd mm-hmm. would do to people but this one's like early on they were just okay. like let's just record this guy and see what happens when we give him probably more more than one dose probably because they were like obviously if it's just a dose what usually does happen when you take lsd i mean i've like watched videos on it before i think on youtube like uh some like psychedelic channels or whatever but oh, yeah. i forgot i don't really know actually like, i didn't do too much research i just know it's are a, you even able to like just go 
go about your day no, or you just have to like not. sit down and it's like you're on this whole trip where you just yeah and also i think it lasts like pretty long like maybe two to four hours or something like that right yeah maybe i don't know all i know is people take it like at festivals <laughs> and shit and festivals are long so <laughs> lsd yeah yeah you you're right yeah they take it like at music festivals like drop acid right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so okay. um anyway so that was one uh, let's see uh, sex workers would uh, dose the unknowing men with LSD and then kind of just leave them there to fend for themselves, like you said. Um, yeah, so I basically already said what I wrote down here. Um, the main focus of LSD, what they were trying to do was, like, have someone do something for them, and then the next day they would forget about it. So um, what they really, really wanted was to have a drug that they could give to somebody, and then they would be like, all right, go kill this person right now. And then they would go do it, and then after that, they would kind of just snap out of it and be like, whoa. So they thought that that's what LSD could do. That's what they were hoping for. They're like, it's just a whole new drug. Let's see what happens. And they're like, they were trying to, that's what they were trying to do. They were mm -hmm. like, because they, they, they had like this whole fight with like the Soviet Union. They were like, they wanted to hypnotize someone, fly him out to Russia or whatever, kill some important guy. And then. And then once the trip is over, it's like. And it's like, oh, well. Good. Yeah. Hit the project is i mean not you the project, but mission's over now and then he can go to jail for life because he killed somebody and then the cia is like oh we don't know anything about that whoa yeah so, that's so they weren't they even trying so they weren't even trying to like drug them and be like oh we're using these as our sol soldiers no, they were and like they would we don't know. know anything about who the fuck that is they just took a drug on their own we don't know yeah. and they just went to go kill this person that we wanted dead but we don't know yeah Damn, that's crazy. And obviously, people would would like, you know, theorize that oh, the CIA is behind us, but there's no evidence. So. Yeah, it would just be like Who a cares? conspiracy. But like yeah. so many out there. But that's what they like really, really wanted. Mm -hmm. And that never happened because LSD, we all know what it is now. But yeah, that's it's what not they, a fucking mind control drug. Yeah, <laughs> and then they would also use uh, later on in the experiments. They would also use LSD just on the CIA agents themselves and employees and army generals and stuff like that. Mm. Um, um, they would use them as like they would know that they're no, taking no, no. them. They wouldn't know. They would give them. Oh also my god! Everything was just like, just even on their it. own fucking people. Yeah. So what they would, because you know how the CIA, they have like interrogations of their own employees, right? Like every month they all go through like a polygraph test or something mm. like that, just because it's so like national security and so secretive. So secretive, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, we have to make sure every month that you're not a fucking spy, <laughs> you know, to make sure that every month that you aren't in the right sense of mind to be working here and you're not going to spill our secrets. Mm. So what they would do is give them LSD because they realized after they like, they had this like operation midnight climax that, um, the random guys would like kind of like start spilling secrets or spilling stuff about their lives because they're fucking high mm. right so they were like well we can use that on our employees to see what what kind of secrets they have if they've ever told anybody oh about this and that about what they're working in so they would give these the lsd to like their employees and then like interrogate them for like hours so that's how it would be to work at the fucking cia i know you guys want to be <laughs> cia agents but like what the fuck that sounds horrible yeah <laughs> fuck that Oh my god. I would feel like I'm gonna die at any moment if I worked for this guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I just, I don't know. There's it's that movie scary. that we watched, or that I told you to watch a while ago that you watched. Um, what's it called? Um, Snowden. The guy came out talking about how the CIA spies on everyone. Oh, right, right. And, like, how he was, like, going crazy and they're, like, trying to, like, put him in jail and shit mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah um let's see oh yeah and then they would also grab people like russian people that were here in the united states and also like drug them and interrogate them to see if they were soviet spies and sometimes they just weren't they were just random people that from the russia fuck? yeah <laughs> and then like just grab a random person yeah are you a fucking spy and then they were they would warn them like if you don't give us uh, the secrets of you know the soviet union we're going to give you more doses so you better tell us something yeah, they would just, and it would just be yeah, like just a random person, person, like, bitch, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Just being so, drugged over and over again. And so because of this, um, it resulted in, like, extreme <clears throat> mental debilitation of people just because of so many doses and, and a short amount of time that they experienced this uh, happening. And then because there was no reports or no, like, no official records, there's many, many deaths that are unaccounted for. Ooh. You know how every, like, well, I don't know if this ties into it, but I'm assuming that, like, 
there's like this many people that go missing in the United States mm-hmm. every year. It's like, okay, well, those unaccounted deaths, I wonder where they fucking come from. Mm-hmm. I bet some of them come from the CIA. Yeah, shit like that all Pretty the time, easily. probably. They can cover it up. There's no evidence. Next page. <laughs> page flip. Yeah. All right. And so, yeah, this is kind of just getting also into, like, the employees. Uh, Sidney Godlieb, the experiment coordinator. Um, What's his last name exactly? Here. That Godlieb? Name. Yeah, so G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B, Godlieb. Oh, Godlieb. Yeah. I don't know what he is. Godlieb. Maybe Swiss or something. Or maybe German. It sounds kind of German. Yeah, maybe Russian. Maybe he's a fucking Russian spy. Maybe he's a spy. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Uh, So anyways, he (laughs) kind of... Don't cover me. (laughs) He's dead, I think. Okay, good. Um, (laughs) He'll come for you in your dreams, though. Oh, God. Um, So he kind of realized that, obviously, when they're interrogating them, in this uh, room and stuff like that, and then they start feeling these effects, they're going to act differently than than if we just come into work and we slip you something, and then you just go about your day, and we'll mm. see what happens. So that's what he started doing. Like, people in the CIA, like, started um, just just being, like, tested in that way. Like they would come to work, get a cup of coffee, and then, like... They would just randomly be drugged. Yeah, they would just randomly without be knowing. drugged. Without knowing, of course. Uh, it would happen to CIA agents, uh, Army generals, employees, uh, and of course, in the most famous case of Frank Olson. Uh, he's a U.S. Army scientist working on developing new drugs and uh, some experiments during MK Ultra. of course. Um, he had expressed uh, distaste in the experiments and uh, actually was in the midst of res- uh, resigning from the CIA. Mm. when they were like okay well how about you come back one more time just for like a psych evaluation and then we'll let you go but on that night um they slipped him some lsd and frank olsen jumped from his uh, like oh my god window in the hotel room and plummeted to his death he died damn <laughs> i don't know I don't know if it if it's LSD. I don't know. Like I said, I've watched so many videos on like different psychedelics, so like I mix up in my brain like what comes with what. But I know with a lot of psychedelics, like the um, <clears throat> the come down of them oh, can, can be. be really bad, or you can be like suicidal, or super depressed, or like it's just horrible. Right, right. So to be like giving people these doses over and over again, it's fucking yeah. torture. It's crazy. Someone fucking. Committed suicide. Yeah. However, in this famous case, uh, we'll we'll talk about it later, and we learned that like there was something else going on with Frank Olson. Um, there was just weird stuff that was going on. Uh, the CIA ruled it a suicide uh, from work-related stress, but mm-hmm. in 1975, when the documents of uh, the MK Ultra were released, the family um, did like investigation on themselves, and the CIA admitted that they had drugged him. Because that hadn't come out. They were like, oh, he just killed himself from work-related stress at the oh time. But when the documents came out from MK Ultra, they were like, okay, so did was he drugged or what? Mm-hmm. The family was asking. They are like, okay, yeah, we, we did drug him during that day when he killed himself. <laughs> um, there was just, like, some weird stuff that was going on. That, um, like, from CIA also? Yeah. So, in, this, in the case of Frank Olsen, mm-hmm. how supposedly, like, the window in his hotel room was way too small for someone to have jumped out of. Uh, the window in the hotel room also had no ledge that you could stand okay, on before sold. jumping. They definitely killed him. And then also there was like a huge like gash in his head <clears throat> or like a huge lump in his head that did, was not caused by the fall. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff. There's a whole documentary. I'll talk about it later when I, when I talk about movies and stuff like that. But there's a whole documentary on how he was executed by the CIA and not just not just killed like he, he knew some things and he was going to come out with some things and then they killed him i mean that honestly sounds very possible no it's definitely possible like even though they obviously are gonna like deny it and stuff but yeah like you said he was not okay with what they were doing he was planning on resigning and then he just fucking dies what a coincidence and he yeah. just committed suicide yeah he so jumped out a window they ruled it a suicide, but when the, the, the documents came out, the um, family did some investigations, and the president uh, came out, Gerald Ford at the time, came out and apologized to the family, 
and they made a settlement with them, I think. I don't remember, because like, I read this online, that they got $750,000 as a settlement for mm. whatever. But in the documentary, they never mentioned getting any money. So I don't know. Don't quote me in if they got money or not, because I really don't know. Hmm. Um, I just read that from a source, but in the documentary, they never talked about getting any settlement. They kind of just, like, <coughs> President Ford gave them an apology, and, like, they invited them to the White House, and they were like, they're one of the most famous families at the time in the entire United States of America because of this or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about it when I talk about the um, the case later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also just like a bunch of other horrible incidents that happened. Like in one case uh, with a mental patient in Kentucky, he was given a, a dose of LSD for 174 days while he was in a mental asylum. Um, and then in that same uh, facility, seven patients were giving given a LSD doses for 77 consecutive days. So like every day they would get a dose of LSD for 77 days. I mean, I don't really know <laughs> like what would happen to your brain. Dude, you, after that like That's fucking insane. Your brain is going to be fried. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you could fun- you can't function anymore, you're right? Just you're I don't even I don't think you could. Yeah, like you'd permanently know. just and these are people that are already like struggling with yeah, something. mental health yeah mental patients in the mental uh, rehabilitation centers oh my god so yeah that's crazy um and this is basically oh yeah, so we're getting down to kind of the final thing here um this basically all failed in 1962 uh when they realized that this wasn't really going anywhere <laughs> Right? No fucking shit. Like, they were like, what? we're not really controlling. You realize that after anyone's... the first time that <laughs> you can't control someone's head. Yeah, they were like, this isn't really going anywhere. We're not really be able to control anybody. They're kind of just getting high. Um, oh my god. <laughs> and it was just like a colossal fail because the CIA introduced um, LSD to the U.S. Right, and then they kind of ignited this whole like hippie era. Right in the 1960s, 1970s, everyone's dropping acid at music festivals and stuff like that. So they introduced this whole new drug <laughs> to the U.S. population when they're supposed to be, like, not controlling the drugs in the in the U.S. <clears throat> so it was just kind of funny how the whole point of this was to control everyone's minds, right? But LSD now, we know that it does the complete opposite. It frees your mind mm-hmm. instead of trying to control it. And you're, you kind of start questioning authority when you take LSD. Mm-hmm. And you kind of use it just as, like, a recreational drug now. You see <sighs> how it's like so flip flopped, right? It's weird how that happened. If the CIA was one person, <laughs> I, they sh- should be sentenced to like death. No, of course. I think, yeah. I just want to like. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know what kind of repercussions they uh... face. Probably nothing. I don't know. Yeah, and that's what, like, makes me so irritated <laughs> because they, like, fucked with so many people's lives. Like, they ruined so many people's lives. Yeah. And sure. some people died and... And there's also just no evidence. That's crazy. Um, so that's like kind of, like, everything I wrote down for LSD experiments. Um, and then also <laughs> what, I, what I wrote down was, like, some other experiments that they did, um... In 1964, MK Ultra, uh, they renamed it into MK Search. Uh, it was just uh, still doing experiments and, and stuff like that, but not using LSD anymore. So, like, like I said, I'm fucking working. So let's just try other shit. <laughs> let's just torture other ways. Yeah. So they were carrying out uh, other drug experiments and human testing still. Uh, one experiment consisted of injecting someone with a barbiturate in one arm and then an amphetamine in another arm. A barbiturate is a sedative given to someone who suffers from anxiety or depression. Uh, a common barbiturate nowadays is known as Xanax. So that's kind of just like, it mellows you out, right? Mm-hmm. Xanax kind of mellows you out and like helps you feel better when you're struggling with anxiety or depression and stuff like that. And then they would inject them with an amphetamine. An amphetamine is a stimulant that makes you uh, more focused and have like higher energy. It is used uh, for- per- the fuck? Yeah, for- So her- the opposites are yeah. both going into your body at the same time. Exactly. So, um, and amphetamine is the purpose is to use is like um, it's used in the medical field to aid people with uh, ADHD and obesity. A common amphetamine is known as Adderall. So it's basically like if you take a Xanax and then immediately take an, an Adderall after taking that. Well, what the fuck happens to you then? So you just go crazy. But it also um, it would be injected into their arms, mm-hmm. so it's just immediate. 
Like you, you inject it in there and then you wait like five seconds and you inject into the other arm. Like the opposite, complete opposite. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's basically giving someone a sedative and then giving someone a stimulant. Uh, people would start uh, talking gibberish, gibberish and then screaming nonsense. And then they would kind of just ask them questions and interrogate them. But they would get no useful answers because how the fuck someone's like they're just gonna go crazy man like your brain and like that can that like fucks with your nervous system uh i forgot what i read but it like messes with your nervous system and how like you could like go blind or something like that by 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 having that in your system oh my god yeah and so yeah it was crazy so what i also wanted to mention was that when this all ended they um Sidney Godley was not a fucking scientist. Like, he didn't write anything down, right? And so, like, they also kind of just concluded that none of these experiments were scientific in any way. It's like... They were almost just, like, just just yeah. fucked up. They were just like, let's just do it just because. Yeah, just... I, there's so many things that I could think about, but I would never be like, yeah, let's just actually test them out <laughs> on a human... <laughs> Because it's just not, like, humane. Like, right, right. You can't do that. Exactly. But with these people that obviously are, like, up there and have all this, like, power and... They can do whatever the hell yeah, they, they want. Yeah, they can do whatever. So, yeah. And that's just an evil person. Exactly. So, uh, other drugs they used during those experiments were um, heroin, morphine, <laughs> mescaline, which is a peyote for, uh, in slang terms uh psilocybin which is shrooms Mm. um this one drug called devil's breath i don't know what that is that's what it's called (laughs) yeah have you ever heard about it no no i don't know what that is i don't think so i think devil's breath comment down below if you know is actually a mind control substance like people like blow it into people's faces and then like they don't remember what they did after that and they can just like do whatever to you I've heard about that. Whoa. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) I've never. Where have you heard this? I heard that in like this like YouTube video that was called like the 10 top most dangerous drugs or something. Oh, shit. I've never heard of that. Well, do some research on that one, but comment (laughs) down below if you know what that is. (laughs) Um, Obviously, they used alcohol um, and then probably just a bunch of other drugs that I don't have written down. Uh, They also experimented with uh, hypnosis, uh, hypnotizing people into having anxiety attacks. Oh my god. Yeah. And then Why? Just because you're trying to mind control someone into possibly, you know, working in like working for you and right. f- fighting in war or killing someone, but <sighs> you're just drugging them and having them like hypnotizing them into getting anxiety attacks and panic attacks. What does that ha- what how is that going to help anything? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's why I was saying like these have no scientific <laughs> like backing at all but i think what they were thinking was because in the beginning uh sydney godley has like famously quoted or i don't know if he's quoted by saying that but a lot of sources said like he was obsessed with like destroying someone's brain or destroying their mind like breaking them down either physically or mentally okay, and then well this dude has some serious fucking problems yeah <laughs> and then like breaking them down and then like putting his own mind into their into their mind. But yeah. how, he he didn't once put his own mind into <laughs> theirs. Where yeah. did that part come? I, don't I know. all I've heard so far is people breaking down. Right, right. And just ruining their lives. That's all I've heard. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what he wanted to do, but nothing ever fucking worked <laughs> out. What the fuck? Um, yeah. So they would also just like put people under hypnosis and then make them take drugs as well they just did a lot of drugs and hypnosis mm. everything else just like any kind of torture you can think about and then drugs on top of that as well just what they did you just fuck with people um they also had detention caps uh camps uh, outside of the u.s to avoid criminal penalties mm, like in japan course. germany and the philippines this is where they would capture any suspected enemy agents and then put them under various uh torture techniques such as uh, psychoactive drugs of course electroshocks extreme temperature changes and sensory isolation deprivation or extreme sensory yeah deprivation isolation to see if they uh, could break someone down and then control their minds like i said earlier either physically or mentally break them down how many times do you think that shit like this has happened i was gonna talk about that as well because it's like like when we hear about like these conspiracy theories that just sound like crazy crazy mm -hmm. it's like bro you fucking 
tinfoil hatted like whatever like this person that believes in these conspiracy theories but it's like this stuff this happens. shit happens so it's like i don't know what to believe in like anymore. it's real they freaking test on people and do all sorts of things that you, you know, wouldn't believe you yeah you wouldn't believe there's yeah. no like proof or evidence of it or whatever but like it happens right so uh that's kind of the end there what i'm going to talk about now is just kind of like um how it ended and like what came out as evidence okay so in 1973 uh amid watergate this was just like a scandal that happened to um who was in i think it was uh, richard nixon was in office um watergate was just a scandal of wiretapping and then uh, ordering investigations on activists and political groups under president yeah president richard nixon and so that was kind of like seen as an illegal use of power at the time or not at the time but it is it is an illegal use of power like invading people's privacy and then investigating these like activist groups and wiretapping these and that and but stuff like that they still do that don't they yeah they still do that but so what the fuck yeah th- i don't know so like i don't know if he like got impeached or there was like talks about him getting impeached like watergate was just a big scandal like if you look it up it's a huge part of history books and shit like that mm-hmm. but during that time um the cia director uh who was a different guy at the time named richard helms uh, ordered all mk ultra documents to be permanently destroyed fearing that you know since they were doing all these investigations on richard nixon we have our files there as well like if someone finds that shit we're gonna be in trouble too so he was like during that time there was just a lot of shit going on so he was like i want these permanently destroyed like put them in the fire or shred them up and then burn them like i don't want any evidence but however 20,000 documents uh, were not destroyed because they were mistakenly misplaced in different section of records so those are the only 20,000 documents that we have about all this stuff mm-hmm. so beyond that is just like basically people's word of mouth and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i wonder what other kind of crazy shit they did that is not in these documents yeah because right? everything else was, yeah everything else was like burned and shit like that so well, um, thank god for these misplaced yeah exactly i wonder documents. if like someone actually like put them somewhere else or if they actually made a mistake yeah and i bet the person who if it was a mistake they killed that guy like i don't know who knows yeah probably so in december of 1974 a journalist by the name of seymour hirsch exposed the cia for the secrets of mk ultra this guy was like a respected um journalist at the time and so whoever was coming out with like these things hired this guy mm-hmm. to make like a a public article or public journal whatever mm-hmm. of the cia and what they were doing um but it wasn't until 1975 when the church committee and the rockefeller commission uh who are in um the other people who look into the illegal activities of the cia and fbi and like those kind of people mm-hmm. Uh, they publicly came out with a with reports with the reports of the twenty thousand uh, documents of MK Ultra, and then in nineteen seventy seven is when they were um, they had like court hearings for further investigations of MK Ultra, and then they came to the conclusion that um, these tests were not conducted by established doctors and scientists, and the experiments uh, made little scientific and you know sense at all. Like obviously, yeah, we heard that. <laughs> None of this shit makes any sense. Fucking psychopaths. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> President Gerald Ford, Ford sorry, uh, made a written law now to strictly prohibit human experimentation without consent and without uh, doctors, established doctors and scientists on board with that. Mm. So, it's kind of funny how, like, until 1977, 1978, there was no written law saying, like, oh, human experimentation is not all right (laughs) it's like what the fuck is going on right now you know it's so weird um so yeah that was going on during that time um but also want to talk about how in those like twenty thousand documents they were mainly funding permits and mainly like stuff that was like just like accounting like money stuff Mm. so those twenty thousand documents revealed the little evidence that we have of experiments stuff like that but most of them were just funding and money stuff. So that's what I mean when I say there's not there's not a lot mm. of evidence about that. So, yeah, you guys are probably like, well, you have 20,000 documents of evidence. What do you mean there's no evidence? Most of that was just funding. Accounting and shit. Yeah, money, stuff like that. Damn. 
So, um, and then also in the end, um, let's see, on September 28th, 1994, this is way like 20 years after that, a report came out stating that the that between 1940 and 1974, uh, national security agencies, agencies like the CIA and the FBI studied thousands of human ex humans in experiments involving hazardous substances. So up until 1994 is when they really admitted like, hey, yeah, this stuff actually went down for real, for real. So, yeah. And that's kind of like, just that's kind of the end of what I have here. That's all the stuff that I've written down for that. Everything else is just kind of talking about. What? Stuff. So that's kind of what MK Ultra was. How you feel about that? <laughs> it just makes, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like they just didn't even get like a slap on the wrist or anything. Yeah, like, I don't even know what happened. That's, I don't even know what to say. Oh my god, there's a dog. Or is that a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> I heard a little sniffing on the mic. But yeah, I actually didn't do too much research on like what happened to them. I bet nothing probably happened. Probably fucking nothing. Nothing and They happened. probably still do shit like this yeah. that they just hide from the law. Right, right. Because that's what they were doing before. No one fucking do anything. And even like... If people come out, that's such a, like, I don't know. It's probably so hard for people to come out and go against the CIA or whatever and say, hey, this is what they're doing that's, yeah, like, no fucked one, up. Yeah, because no one's going to believe you. one, I'm pretty sure they, like, threaten you so many different ways. Mm -hmm. You can't come out and say anything. You're sworn to secrecy or, like, we're going to freaking kill you, your family, whoever. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And then like, you just like mysteriously die. <laughs> and then who who knows what happened? Or disappear, and no one knows. And it's also and like, that. yo, that's your government, bro. Like that's people you're supposed to trust. Exactly. It doesn't make any Sam sense. Horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, MK Ultra in like a. That feels so like. Could you minutes. just imagine the people that were actually like being tested on and stuff? Like, did they? Did, did they know that they were being tested on for this thing? Or I don't know. I mean, a lot of them were being tested unknowingly, of course. Mm -hmm. So, And then after they were done, what, they just, like, let them go and just live their lives? Yeah, and that's it. They came out later on, obviously, when all this stuff came out. They were like, yeah, I have my story. Here's what, what happened mm -hmm. to me. And so that's when we have all this information about what really happened and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, what else I want to talk about is, uh, how I talked about earlier was about Frank Olson was the guy who committed suicide or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a show on Netflix. Uh, this is a recommendation. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Wormwood, a 2017, uh, documentary. It's kind of worm like a wood or worm worm. A worm wood. Yeah. Wormwood. Okay. Wormwood is a, it's a plant that has like a bitter taste. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a metaphor for like when someone says like, oh, <laughs> That's wormwood. It's just kind of like a bitter situation or something like that, I think. That's a wormwood situation? I've literally never heard say yeah, anyone me neither, say that. Is that like a boomer thing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it's a plant and like it's a, used as a metaphor in like poems and stuff like that huh. or something. Uh, anyways, so it's kind of like a drama and then it goes like... 2017. Yeah, 2017. It's a drama that goes like back to... Um, like actors like act out what was going on there's, mm. a, there's a famous actor who's in it um so it's specifically about mk ultra it's specifically about frank olsen and what happened but oh. then it goes into mk ultra because oh. obviously he was killed during that yeah time. um but and then it also like has his son and his family in it and like it's just really it's just pretty good documentary it's a little bit like slow sometimes and you have to really pay attention but it's a good documentary um they talk about Frank Olsen and how the CIA had him executed, not just killed and in frame for suicide. Um, mm. It's a pretty uh, crazy case, and, you know, it investigates uh, the son of Frank Olsen, and he, like, narrates the whole thing. A spoiler alert in the end, if you don't want to hear this, if you want to listen. It's not, like, a crazy spoiler alert, but if you want to <laughs> skip, you can skip this. Uh, in the end, he kind of, like, the son strongly uh, believes that the CIA... Um, his son yeah his son believes that the cia came out with lsd as um as a front for something else 
So it was pretty crazy in the end. Like he says, um, the CIA came out with all these documents about LSD and drugging people because they're hiding something even worse. And his dad knew about it and they had him killed. <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but there's a, the, the writer Seymour Hirsch is also in it. He's the guy who came out with the MK ultra stuff. He says that he knows what it is and why they killed his dad, but he can't say because he's afraid and he's afraid for his family and his life. So it's pretty crazy. The documentary is pretty crazy at the so end. So there is something else, most likely. Most likely there's <laughs> something else that they did because CIA ain't just going to come out and say, hey, we did all this. Like, they're hiding something else. They wanted the, the, the documentary at the end said they wanted to diverge the attention of the people. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. So it gets crazy. Um, but yeah, the show is pretty good. And how I also talked about how. Um, so the window, I want to talk about the window in the hotel room where he jumped out. Um, they did drug him, obviously. Like, they did drug him, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's LSD. It's not like... But that's all that they admit to. Yeah, that's all that they admit to. It's like, we drugged him, and he <laughs> killed himself. So, um, he, like, jumped... So, the window was closed, and the glass was broken through. So, he had to have jumped out the window headfirst, like Superman, out this hotel room. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Wait, who, who the does fuck that? does that when you're <laughs> thinking about killing yourself? Like, no, no one does that kind of shit. So, and there was no ledge on the window, and then also talked about, like, they they um, they dug up his body in the documentary at the time, and his son was there, and there was, like, a bunch of news reporters, so it's well-documented case, and they dug up the body, and they, um, you know, they looked at his body, and they, like, they found out, like, some weird gash on his head, on his skull that wasn't caused by the fall, and mm. it was just a weird stuff. Um, it's pretty um, frustrating for the son, because... He wants to know, like, what happened. And then, like, the writer just doesn't tell him. And it's kind of funny. Like, they, like, go back and forth with each other. And they're like, dude, just fucking tell me. And shit like that. This is cool, though. Um, and then also another one I wanted to talk about, uh, a more serious one, was... Um, this is, That's actually a podcast, if you guys want to check it out. It's called Brainwashed, uh, The Echoes of MK Ultra. <coughs> it's about this guy named Esther... Oh, no, sorry. Um, hold on. Oh, yeah, it's about this guy, but his mother named Esther. Esther? I can't read that. Esther. Esther Schreer. Uh, she was a patient um, at Allen Memorial Institute in the 1960s. Uh, she went to this psychiatric hospital for what today would be anxiety or postpartum depression. So after she... That's uh, so crazy that, like, back in the day, you know, like, they didn't know about all this, all of these, like, mental health issues that now... You don't have to go stay at a freaking mental asylum because you have anxiety. Right, yeah. Or postpartum depression. Yeah, or postpartum depression. Yeah. So uh, she gave birth to her first child, (coughs) a baby girl, but then she died after three weeks uh, later due to an infection. Oh, shit. Yeah, so she was obviously devastated and uh, incredibly depressed. Two years later, she became pregnant again, and she was afraid and thought that the best would be to be like have a psychiatric evaluation to make sure that she was ready for the child and she was just very afraid um to go through it again just in case like something would happen to the baby or something Mm -hmm. like that um but let's see what happened uh she came to this guy named dr edwin dr edwin cameron i think (laughs) is his name (laughs) um let's see uh he doesn't know because he can't read his handwriting yeah and so she became an unknowingly unknowingly sorry experiment subject of mk ultra so this is during the 1960s right during the time of mk ultra time so she was a patient in one of the mental asylums where they were given lsd Mm -hmm. and other experiments that were going on during mk ultra times Mm. um obviously unknowingly she she did that she spent uh, 30 days in a uh, sleep room where she was in a drug-induced coma basically all the time like how you say it like how you uh, asked earlier if like they like were you're just bas- she's ba- she was basically on a trip for, for 30 days 30 days yeah what the fuck she would only be awake during like a few hours of the day and she would just be awake to eat and use the bathroom and she lost about 13 pounds uh within one month of being being there they also um listened to recorded uh, messages by doctors in the rooms for about 20 hours a day asleep or not they would just had like stuff um like audio being filtered into their rooms 20 hours a day what yeah two months later esther was mute and she had uh, trouble swallowing 
Uh, she couldn't do anything by herself anymore. She couldn't even use the bathroom by herself. Um, she also had extensive amounts of uh, electroshock therapy um, up until she was about eight months pregnant with the baby. So even when oh she was... Oh my God, yeah, I forgot. So this whole time she was pregnant. Yeah, this whole time she's been pregnant with her, with her baby um, because she went there to get help. But then, before she had the baby. Before she had the baby. And so instead, they just did all this shit. Yeah. So she was in this drug-induced coma. It had all these, like, crazy <laughs> shit going on while being pregnant. Um, and and this is and this is her, his mother? Yeah, this is the his guy, mother. The podcast guy? Yeah, so he came out and told the story of his mother and, and his life and shit like that. Um, let's see. And what are the, like, effects of taking LSD while pregnant? Right. I don't even know. So... Lloyd uh, was the guy who is his son. He was born on September 27th, 1960. She was discharged, but she had to really literally like when she when she gave birth, she was discharged from the mental hospital. But she had to, you know, relearn everything. She Lloyd says that he remembers that she couldn't even she didn't even know how to like put water in a pan and put it to boil like on the stove. Like that's how messed up she was after being. I don't know how old she was, maybe in her late 20s or something. Um, uh, he said that despite all like the crazy shit that she went through, she managed to live a full life. Um, and they remained close. She passed away in 2017. So I don't know how old she was. Oh, at the age of 84. She mm-hmm. lived a pretty, pretty long life, even though, but she had to relearn everything in her late twenties. I mean, how he said that they remained close. I mean, how close can you be with your mom? If you kind of, she was kind of just like your friend basically. Cause like she had to relearn everything when you were born. You grew up with your mom. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, Lloyd is quoted as saying, I was lucky. The only side effects I think of are, uh, that, that I know of are in school. I was a bit slow in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of all I wrote well, down that's for good. that. Um, the only thing I wanted to say was that it's kind of like, it's going to be kind of messed up to say. Okay. But <laughs> We're all here for it. Everyone listening? But like for the tea. Isn't it so funny that, like, in movies, right, like, superhero movies, like, these these people, like, Spider-Man gets, like, stung by a radioactive spider, and then he becomes Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, this guy gets put into, like, I don't know, what's another superhero that has, like, a cool backstory? Mm. I don't know. doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know any other super- superheroes <laughs> other than Spider-Man. But, like, this guy was, like, in his mother's womb. Uh, she was, like, during, like, these all these tests. It's, like, mm-hmm. if there was one opportunity in the world for there to be a s- real-life superhero, like, it's this guy, you know? <laughs> Do you and think that's like, how it would happen? Yeah, man. Like, she was taking a bunch of drugs and shit. Like, and she, I don't know. I just feel like, come on, the world is so fucking sucks. <laughs> Because it's like, this is the only time for him to be like, like 11, like in the movie, in the Stranger Things, right? Like, she, um... I don't even remember what happened to her for her too. She, the show is based on, I don't want to talk about that because I don't oh. want to get too long here. But, um... It's based on an experiment? It's based on, like, 11 was born, um, because her mother was, was, uh, an MK Ultra patient. Like, literally, mm. he's like the real life 11. Oh, shit. So, from Stranger Things. So it's like he doesn't have any powers like Eleven. The world is just so boring. But sorry about what happened to you, man, <laughs> and your mom. <laughs> I just wish you could have like superpowers. I'm sure he does too. Um, At least that would freaking. But yeah. Mean something. I wrote stuff about Stranger Things and how Eleven and stuff, but I mean I already talked about that. I don't really want to talk about that. It's running a little bit long. I just have some closing statements here. So what do you think? How do you, how do you feel, by the way? <laughs> How do I feel? Yeah, just like in general. Oh, in general? Like, yeah. About this whole thing? Just, you know, you're not feeling anything weird. Is this a therapy session now? I feel very fucking weird, but I've felt weird my entire life. Oh, I thought maybe Uh, like... About like the world and like shit like this happening. Well, I just thought maybe the LSD in your cup there was... Shut up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I asked you earlier if you want to take an edible. You said no. We could have at least been on an edible for this podcast. Bruh, hell no. <laughs> I went to go buy a Melissa Starbucks and I slipped in a. LSD. You slipped in some LSD? Yeah. Well. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. <laughs> okay. Um, 
The CIA probably did. Yeah, they probably both did. Both of our drinks. Who knows? They probably just, yeah, Starbucks. <clears throat> you know how big Starbucks is. I just, I can't believe that that actually happened. It's hard to wrap my head around how stupid some people are. Yeah. It's really crazy. Like, how we already touched on it, but it's like, people don't believe the stuff that they hear and like these conspiracies like i bet people mm-hmm. were talking about this during that time they're like, yeah, they're like Yo, what you're the fucking fuck? crazy no that would never happen are you stupid and then like it came out that's like okay yeah it did happen yeah and like there's a big thing about aliens right that's now that's why i believe in all conspiracies oh my I'm God. just kidding not all of them <laughs> but like hearing stuff like this makes you really think like you know all this other all these other conspiracies that you hear about the cia or like shit that's happened and stuff you're like that could possibly like be most definitely could have happened yeah because it does like shit like that does happen yeah it's crazy when i was doing research for this i was like well i just couldn't believe everything i was reading i was like i can't believe this stuff actually happened and like these people like these poor people but I'm talking about just, like, how these, like, scientists and, like, the CIA agents, like, how do they just live themselves knowing that they've done That's what I'm saying. Everything? Like, they're just fucked up. Like, they're just, you know, the, like, those, uh, like, in the movies where there's just, like, this evil, like, mad scientist? Right. That's those guys. And they exist in real life. Yeah, I think that's either that's Sidney Godley because in the documentary, oh, just by the way, Wormwood and Brainwash, the Echoes of MK Ultra are the ones that I did research on if you guys want to watch wormwood on netflix and then on podcast anywhere you podcast it's going to be their brainwash the echoes of mk ultra but sydney godley was kind of portrayed as that mad scientist in mm. the in the documentary but i also just feel like remember how in snowden i don't know about his childhood <laughs> like what the fuck happened to him yeah i don't know but i just want to say like remember in snowden how like he was like yo this isn't right but then when he like brought it up to like the higher ups or whatever they were like they were like, what did he say? Specifically, he said, how long has it been since World War II? Like, how, uh, uh, why do you think there hasn't been a World War III? And it's like, because of all this security that we have now. And so I feel like these people are just like brainwashed into thinking that they're doing the right thing. And it's like, yeah, yeah. okay, we, these people are going to get tested on, but later on, I mean, what's one person that you kill for these other people that you save? Mm, that's yeah for I sure bet how that they that, think. i bet that that they're not just they're not so crazy are you talking stuff. about the scientists not the, not sydney golly was a psycho yeah that's I what mean. i'm saying like he definitely didn't think that way he yeah, definitely no. was like oh i want to know yeah how far i can torture these people exactly and just his employees i bet are the ones who like were brainwashing to think yeah they're doing okay things yeah for sure but they cover it up and like tell them in a more like to make it sound like they're not fucking horrible right. and they're not doing this just yeah um i don't know the government is listening to us at all times they see everything that we're doing yeah they don't even have to implant you everyone's talking about these implants and shit like that no it's for sure like, sh- no we have a fucking walking we already bought them we have we already bought a the tracker with us everywhere we go <laughs> yeah. everything we do <laughs> Everything we say. Everything we say. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Um, Look at that. She's listening all the time. Show me red cars. I'm looking to buy red cars. Sorry, I didn't quite. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just gonna have a bunch of ads on my phone popping up oh, of red cars. That's an interesting experiment. Actually. It does happen. Yeah. I've tried it multiple times. Well, I just know like when I'm looking, like I'm looking at like up, my uh, phone just knows all the time. Right. Like I'll search up like something random on like Google, and then for like. A while after that, I'll just get random ads on every social media. Yeah, Instagram like, thing. or like under YouTube videos. Yeah, like oh, here's an ad for strappy heels or something, <laughs> and I'm like, bro. I thought you were gonna say a strap on. I was like, wait, <laughs> you gotta say that on here? Like, what the? No, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that on here. No, keep my that to God. myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, that was uh, all the research I did for MK Ultra. Hopefully, you guys <laughs> enjoyed this uh, grip episode. Yeah, hope you learned something new. Hope you learned how fucked we are. Yeah, for real though. Um. Anyways, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add there? Um. No, I think that is all. Yeah, guys. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And Comment down below. Also, like, 
for our uh, fourth episode of the month, like what you guys want to hear about. Oh, yeah, for if sure. There's a specific like conspiracy or pr- like another project or a true crime case. We might delve into true yeah, crime, cases, true crime case that you want to hear about or something. Comment them down below because that's what we're going to be doing every last week, every last episode of the month. Yeah, so every fourth episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, guys, hope you enjoyed that first uh, creepy episode that we have for you. And uh, yeah. all right, let's go take some LSD. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye. Bye.